Hello, and welcome back to the Ecclesia podcast, the place where we're going to share stories and conversations about what it looks like to pursue Jesus in a holistic, missional Christian community. My name is Jeremy Schrader, here with my friend Eric Wally. And you know, Eric, back in episode one, we had Chris and Sean on. One of my favorite things that Chris talked about was the diversity of the chairs in the downtown campus. Because I know that's something when I came on staff and I saw like, and anybody when they walk in the building is really just kind of like, oh, what's going on here? And yeah, so a lot. Chris talked about that diversity and how the chairs are representative of that. So this week, we're really excited that we get to hop in and hear a little bit about what that looks like across our campuses. Yes, this week we have Josue, um, who is our community pastor at our Lindale campus, Um, Wayne Brown, who is the uh, campus pastor at our Westside campus, and Alexandra is back again uh, as our downtown representative to talk a bit about these three campuses. Um, You know, these three campuses could not be more different from each other and the way they look and the, you know, who goes to the, each campus. Um, and so it's it's always been one of these things where it's like, well, you know, in what ways are these campuses really specific? And what way, you know, are we united in some ways? And so it's a great conversation and we're really excited for you guys to take a listen. So enjoy. So kind of fun that we get to talk about the fact that we are one church, but we have three really different campuses and mm-hmm. in very different parts of the city and different people. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which I don't know about you guys, but I consistently get the question of what is Ecclesia? The, you know, and we're so different already with one campus or just like the downtown campus as yeah. I know it. And as I've experienced it, many of our families have, that's already a kind of hard question to answer anyway. Yeah. And now that we have three different campuses and yeah. they're all different. It's just like exponentially harder to like get a clear picture of because we're so many things at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think people have a certain expectation for like, this is what a church is going to look like in this area and this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, but it's fun to get to to do something really distinct and unique. And part of that is like, hey, we do different things on each each campus. And it's not just it's going to look like this. but Yeah. Yeah. It really is a meant to highlight and bring out what's what's beautiful in this in this part of town in this section yeah 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 um i don't know about you guys i come from a church culture where everything was like organized and tidied up in this box and for a reason because we thought like people will find security in that if Mm -hmm. they know exactly what to expect they'll bring more people that Mm -hmm. was the theory uh, I don't know if it worked or not, but we would just double down on to the minute of just like this happens next, this happens next. From one Sunday to five years later, the next Sunday, they almost look identical mm. just because it's boom, boom. And, you know, I, I'm not knocking that. I'm just that's where I came from. Right. And experiencing how church is here and, and honestly, just how the kingdom operates and everything's different and like you said, just bringing out the beautiful in, in other areas that you're not expecting. And I don't know, that's kind of how I describe it of like, it's not that, but it's this. And mm-hmm. it's it's just kind of like the kingdom and it kind of shows up here and it shows up there and we just have to be open to it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like one of our statements, Houston's holistic missional Christian community. And I love that all of these campuses are in Houston, but Houston is so diverse that each of the campuses look so different. Yeah, I know, especially like Lindale, we don't even have services on Lindell, but it's still like a campus of our church. Like, yeah. what does that yeah. look like right now yeah. for you? Yeah. And, and 
this is something I have to answer every day. <laughs> and it's funny, I was reading this book and uh, I think it's like Christ of the Celts or something like that. But they, they asked themselves a the question of like, who is Christ for us today? Mm. You know, um, and that kind of resonates a lot to this campus of like, what, what are we today? Because mm. it's not. Um, so it's just to give some context, a church building was given to us. So it's not like Ecclesia had plans to like, we're going to take over the north side and the west side. And, you know, eventually we'll, <laughs> it, was, it was simply like, hey, here's this campus. Here's this old, beautiful Baptist church built in the 50s with tons of space. And we put some money in there that we had. And, and our goal and our plan is just to give it back to the community. So what does that look like today? And so, yeah, we don't have services there yet. Uh, but we have two existing nonprofit organizations that are killing it. One is an early head start that's going to house kids. We have room for 64 kids from zero to three years old. And families are coming in, dropping off their kids. And that's about to take off and attack poverty. And they do like after school programs and ESL classes. So, yeah. So one particular week, it's just about building relationships with these families that are taking ESL classes. And then the next week looks entirely different of the UCAN Academy and the kids coming in and, or just... Um, you know, families that come in to register their kids for the early head start are in a certain demographic that they could apply to have their kids taken care of. So mm -hmm. we know that it's a family uh, that we want to reach out to, that we just yeah. want to uh, not even provide all the answers to, but just kind of say, hey, we're with you. Mm -hmm. So as you drop off your kid, that's a really exciting time for us as Ecclesia to just just be there with them and be like, you're here. Uh, this is our building. What else? Do you need, do you, can we be with you? Do you want to celebrate together? You want to have life together? So I just introduced myself as our pastor. So there's no service yet. There's yeah. no Sundays. They come in and like, hi, I'm your pastor. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so what does that mean? Well, I don't know. What do you want it to mean? You don't, yeah. you, you don't even have to, we don't even have services here yet, honestly. Uh, but we're just available. We just, mm -hmm. we're here for a reason. And, um, and I love that newness to it. And I love that. I don't know what that's going to mean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. It it very much feels like, hey, we've got this posture and why our logo for so long was just an open hand of mm -hmm. both like receiving grace, but also like being ready to just pass it along and extend it and kind of having that open hand posture of like, hey, we didn't have this grand master plan, but somebody's given us this, like, what can we do with it? What, yeah. can, what can we make come yeah. out of that? So, yeah. That's crazy. and it makes me think of like, this place is so unique yeah. and there's so many different things that uh, cross paths here. So would love to hear you talk about like, yeah. Hey, what's, what, what does have living with an open hand look like <laughs> downtown? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we're right outside of the downtown loop and we're in like first ward, which is like an arts district. And so, um, we have the artist lofts over there. We have, uh, the harmony house just down the street. So it's a really like interesting cross-section of Houston being so close to downtown and I think one of the one of the things I love about this campus specifically because of where it's positioned is just all of our Nostoy ministry yeah um, Nostoy is where you and me become we mm. and Manny does an amazing job really stewarding yes. that community of having like meals every Sunday kind of a potluck style just like just outside of where we're sitting and recording this and um a potluck for the community to come and get to know our unhoused sisters and brothers. And um, I love that now we get to have a partner of moving waters and having this shower station come every Monday and mm -hmm. just provide like a now a warm place because it's getting cold outside, but it was a cool place when it was hot outside. Yeah. There's like lunch, showers and barbecues. Like there's so many things just with that community because 
so many people live and stay in and around the downtown area and even just down the road. So I love that that's one of the things yeah. that we get to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And so different from our West side yeah. campus, uh, which, yeah, I mean, even just thinking about that place to get to where that's located, you literally drive by what I would not even describe as mansions. I would actually describe them as castles. Yes. They are that big. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, like just a totally different community. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, filled with men and women, people who desperately need connection to each other, who desperately mm-hmm. need God uh, and just their needs present in a very different way. Um, and it's similar like to the way Lindale came out too. It's like, I think it's a beautiful story of how that campus even came to be with, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing man and Jim Doremus, who was the pastor at Memorial drive Baptist and, uh, similar, like a, a dwindling, um, community. Um, but to lead that church and that community to vote, to give the property and merge and become a part of Ecclesia yeah. and then to know, Hey, like some of those stuff, folks, I still see them and we still talk and uh, it just is a testament to his character and uh, just the humility he walked with and what a gift it was to work with him for a few years here. But uh, to have a place like that, that's so different. It's a tough nut to crack to figure out, hey, when somebody's needs are presented so different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like you you get to meet our, our brothers and sisters just down the road right over there mm-hmm. and their needs are right, right in front. Yeah. Um, but but still human. And, uh, honestly, when you get past all the layers and the masks and all this, all the things, uh, it's, they're very, they're very similar, but it's just, it's different to kind of get there. But I'm also excited because like you go just on the other side of North, uh, North of 10 Mm -hmm. and it's an incredibly diverse, uh, community, largely Spanish speaking. Uh, and then if you go similar, just South, uh, across Westheimer, now you're getting more towards Asian, um, Asian town. And it's again, like a really diverse part of the city. So it's kind of nestled in there. You just got to get by all the mansions and castles yeah. <laughs> yeah. to get there. The so castles. it kind of, yeah. it reminds me of like the posture that I hear Chris talk about a lot of like, we, like, we just want to work with different communities and it yeah. sounds like the yeah. way that the campuses yeah. have come about or yeah. like, we just want to work with like what's yeah. there and like, see what God has for us in this place and like, who's right around us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know like one of the communities that's right around us downtown is like the Sawyer Yards and there's a lot of like art, the art district and that um, I know the FLC has had art galleries for yeah. as long as since we were on Taft Street. Like, yeah. And now over here um, at 1100 Elder, we have art galleries on the wall. And mm-hmm. that's really exciting to see like the connection of the community that we're immediately situated in to have and celebrate artists because I mean it's hard to make it as an artist and like having yeah. spaces to for people to view your art and especially in the context of a church to walk in and be like, Oh, there's, there's beauty and art on the walls and mm-hmm. we get to celebrate that and highlight that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like a unique and special thing. Yeah. 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 Like you've, we've heard Chris say this, uh, it's one of our values, just like everything preaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even down to like where we sit and all the chairs are different, yeah. mm-hmm. but now like our campuses are kind of reflecting yeah. the same thing as our chairs. Yeah. Of just mm-hmm. like, I mean, they, we, we try to, at least put the same name up in the building, right? It has <laughs> yeah. a, some sort of common denominator, but um, they just, they're so different. And as Chris was talking about who we are as Ecclesia, he brings up the first church or one of the first churches in Acts 
which you had a lady that had a business, right? And she was very successful. Mm -hmm. So she would probably attend the West Side. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, like a Roman soldier kind of guy, kind of gritty, just doing his job. And maybe he goes downtown. And then you had this girl that just, you know, had a tough life and a little bit of abuse in her past and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of people like that. And, and everywhere, really. But I could kind of see that demographic mm -hmm. there as well. At yeah. Linda. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this yeah. is all Ecclesia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is all of us together doing the same thing and just coming from different places. And yeah. I love that that's reflecting not just on our chairs, but it really everything does mm -hmm. preach. So maybe every campus should be different because <laughs> yeah. it's whatever God's doing that day. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. So you guys, do you guys ever have a hard time explaining that to people or just because you know a lot of new people show up to church all the time and they, yeah. they want to know they should know like what am i stepping into and yeah usually other churches are really good about like here's everything you need to know every question answered <laughs> yeah here's here's so, our bullet, here's our pamphlet yeah i mean yeah. there's like uh, and for us it's like uh well mm, yeah you know just give it some time mm. <laughs> to show up you'll meet different kinds of people and 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 i love that uh multi-denominational aspect that we mm -hmm. have too yeah it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I try to help people understand, hey, we want a place where you know you belong, mm. um, both to others and to God. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll, we'll go on a journey together to figure out what does that look like. Yeah. Um, but I love that idea, similar to like, who is Jesus today, to understand that um, there really are some deep theological underpinnings of like, God is still actively involved in this world and still mm -hmm. looking to redeem and restore. And so God loves anyone that I'm talking to more than I ever could. And he's mm -hmm. already present in their life working. So like, I'm not here to bring the gospel or bring God or bring any of that. I'm here to actually join God and what he's already doing in the space. And it may look different mm -hmm. based on where I am and who I'm meeting with. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's cool. So I would love to hear a little bit but about not just what's happening, but a little bit of like, hey, what's on the horizon for campuses? Like, what are some of the things you're dreaming about or looking to or hoping to do, even if it's just events in the next like 30 days, whatever that looks like. So. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, almost Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. easy, uh, like Christmas Advent time. And so I know that there's a lot coming up, especially downtown that's happening one I think one thing that we're looking towards as a team and a campus is how do we situate ourselves in the first ward and like yeah. how do we get to know our neighbors yeah. really well um and a part of that is like welcoming people in the community into onto this campus and into this building and mm -hmm. so I know we have like our art market and community day coming up at the beginning of November which we're going to have a bunch of local vendors coming food trucks um different partners that we partner with like Houston welcomes refugees mm -hmm. and um, a lot of local artisans again like the art community that we're in we really want to celebrate that so I know that's coming up um, with our Nostoy community we have day after the Thanksgiving day after Thanksgiving feast yeah. which is just so fun like so fun. turning this whole um, building into like a giant Super Bowl watch party and yeah. like yeah is it the Super Bowl? No, it's not okay, Super Bowl. Okay, cool. Thank but you. Like, I'm like, I don't know about football. Like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we'll make all the sports ball references. Sports ball, yeah. 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 There's Giant, lots of sports ball. There's football, that day. though, yeah. right? Yeah, there's okay, football. football. Yeah. Lots so, of football. Lots of football. <laughs> lots of good food. And couches. Yes. <laughs> I just know that people are watching things and it's amazing, whatever yeah. it is. And if yeah. you don't watch football, 
There's also like games and like, yeah, lots of things to do. <laughs> just time to be with people. I know yeah. that you watch stuff and you have a lot of really good food and a yeah. lot of good conversation. Yeah. Um, so fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, that yeah. might be the common denominator for us. Yes. We do like to have fun. fun. We yeah. do like to enjoy people. Yeah. And you do that around music. You do that around food and you bring people together. We also do that around trips. But yeah, for Lindale, um, we got some parties coming up mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And we're doing like a fall festival in November, kind of a big Thanksgiving meal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And a posada in December, which mm-hmm. is a big Christmas party, which will play Loteria, make Sole. I'm already excited so, about that. Yeah, those, yeah. Are gonna be, those are gonna be fun. <laughs> One of the things we're gonna try to do this coming year, because I think the final of the World Cup is on a Sunday morning, mm. like in on the 20 something of, of December. So we're gonna, we're gonna watch it. Hopefully, there's a country that we could represent and uh, yeah. maybe some European country that it's like, okay, go. Yeah. But anyway, regardless of who the teams are, we're going to have a party. We're going to have a watch party. But because it's on a Sunday morning, I th- I'm thinking of maybe throwing in some like just some some service elements, if, if you will. I'm going to have communion during halftime and just bring people together and just share a little something because just share a little vision of why we do what we do. Yeah. Um, and not in a full-fledged service, but as part of the watch party. So I think that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned watch parties. Uh, so that's something with the Astros. We love the Astros. We want to root for our team. So uh, hosting some watch parties over at the West Side. Uh, I know we're doing some of those downtown as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but just a chance to have some food, be together. Uh, we are hosting some uh, World Cup watch parties. Those are fun because we know the dates and the times. <laughs> you know, the Astros, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like we'll see when the Major League Baseball tells us what time that is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it's always it's always fun and just great to get to do that together and planning some food around it. So uh, I think we're going to watch Wales. I don't remember who they're playing, but uh, Asher's already talked about doing fish and chips that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but similar to like what you said of, we want to get to know our neighbors. So how do we make that available to people in the neighborhood, yeah. uh, working on that? Um, some other things that I see, this is like way down the road, maybe not way down the road. I hope it's not way down the road, but I notice people just walking in the neighborhood mm-hmm. all the time and walking their dogs or going for a run. So we want to put in a dog park on campus. There's so much green space, like let people come just, Hey, come walk your dog and come play, come interact, but find ways to utilize. We've got some unique stuff mm-hmm. over there. Um, so that's it. Uh, wine and bingo was a huge hit. So oh, we don't yeah. have, we don't have dates for the next one, but that was the next question of like, Hey, when's that coming? It's coming back. That's going to be awesome. Uh, but again, just times to, to get together and have fun and utilize that space. Uh, on Tuesdays, we keep the campus open, come work and play. We'll have coffee. We'll have, uh, some pastries, mm-hmm free Wi-Fi and let the kids play on the playground, do whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Yeah, that's exciting. And yeah. we have, I haven't even mentioned, we have Paper Co. Yeah. Downtown that's open Sundays, Sunday mornings, um, coffee shop to come. It used to be an old paper mill, so it's kind of fun to pay homage to yeah. what this building used to be, but um, hoping that expands in the future. Yeah. Um, but we also have like small groups are starting to meet on our campuses on particular days and um we also have like turning wine into water, which is a really fun, like wine tasting event, um, big charcuterie boards. Yeah. Um, and that's a really exciting time. I think it started from a small group that was like, this would be a fun event to do. And it's just grown and grown and grown. And we've totally. done it for years. Yeah. And um, another fun kind of unique thing to invite people into at a church, come to a wine tasting. And yeah. 
um, hang out with some friends and support uh, an organization that is giving people water. Yeah. So that's also really exciting that that's coming up. Hey, we're taking a quick pause from that conversation to uh, to tell you a little bit about one of our sponsors. Just kidding. We don't have one of those yet. Um, probably won't. We're actually taking a brief pause to tell you um, a little bit about, you know, the conversation we're hearing about is all these different campuses. And some of you may be thinking like, oh, like I want to actually get involved with that. Um, the best way to do that is to go to ecclesiahouston.org uh, slash events. And we have a whole slew of events as well or you can reach out to either Josue, Alexandra or Wayne if you want to get more information about like a specific campus. So if you're wanting to get more involved that's the best way to do it is to go ahead and just check out what's going on at each campus. Is there something I want to get involved with? Um, And now let's go back to our conversation um, with Wayne, Alexandra and Josue as we begin to discuss you know what are the things that are really unifying to us as these three different campuses in three different locations but as one church. So we're all different, different demographics, uh, different people groups, which I think is beautiful. One of the things that I so appreciate about Ecclesia, who we are as a whole, is I guess our, our values or, or just our attitude or uh, of, of how we receive people. Yeah. Whether you're showing up at the West Side, downtown, and as I see new families coming into Lindale, it's that same welcoming, you belong, just, and so here's something, I, I don't know, this might not even be true, but this is something that I'm thinking about uh, as I've worked in different churches and now that I'm at Ecclesia, how appreciative I am of Ecclesia. Because mm. like no, no church is going to be like the perfect church for every single person. No. And, and, and you know, I've been a part of churches where they kind of try to be. Mm-hmm. We're going to be everything to everybody. And it's just going to fail. And I'm starting to see that Ecclesia as a whole and what, who we are is just a really welcoming church. For, I think for a season for some people mm-hmm. and maybe, and that's kind of my story too. And, and I could relate a lot to different people. I'm just kind of coming off from a hard religious season for whatever reason, or just mm-hmm. some, maybe they've kind of given up on it. And for whatever reason, whether it be a wine test tasting or it, it'd be a posada or a watch party, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, they kind of like put their toes in the water a little bit. Cause it's church. And yeah. they're just like, I don't know. And we're like, Hey, c- come on. Like it's at least for this season of your life, mm-hmm. walk with us. Yeah. And there's no expectation that you're going to be here for the rest of your life and that you have to give your life over to this organization or this church or just, mm-hmm. just come. And, and I've seen a lot of families come through that. And mm-hmm. some of them just have to move because they have to move. Yeah. But some of them are like, okay, thank you. Thank you that I'm back and that I've um, asked myself questions that I hadn't asked myself before just because yeah. I was mad or mm-hmm. hurt. And now I can, and I could have those conversations with people. And then sometimes that just works as a launching pad to wherever mm-hmm. they go next. Yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That it's like, oh no, now you're going to be here. Like, no, this is who God, you know, brought you to for this season. And now you're going to go do something else. And that's wonderful. And I love being that for the body of Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that really, I see that in all of our campuses and who we are. Yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to hear how you see, because our campuses are different, but there's a similar ethos feel. Like how's, how's your experience of that been? Yeah. I think that that, um, a while back in a conversation, we're talking about like who, like who comes to Ecclesia? Um, just cause there's so many different people, but that I think is one of the common themes of like somebody shows up, they're like, Hey, I just moved to Houston. Cause we're a really transient like city in mm-hmm. general. 
or people who are like, hey, I've been to other churches and I just like, I need a different kind of Christianity. And so I think that Ecclesia is a really beautiful place for people to figure out like, what is that next phase of my relationship with God? Um, and so I think personally, like I, yeah, I've really loved being a part of this community because it's been a place where I've been able to maybe ask questions that I haven't asked in other contexts and been yeah. able to explore different ways of, um, getting to know God and being in community with other people that I hadn't before. And so, um, yeah, even down to like my small group, I came from a, a Christian context where like alcohol was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> and then now we're at Ecclesia, I'm like, wow, I'm like helping people do wine taste testings. And we like have a bottle of wine at our small group on, um, Tuesdays. And so just some, it's a different environment from what I grew up in. And so mm -hmm. I think it's, um, for a lot of different people, it, it's a healthy middle ground of figuring out, okay, how can I be a follower of Christ and like live in this world in a really authentic way. And for that to look the same, regardless of where people see me or where that is, that, that this is a place that can help me kind of grow into who that is yeah. throughout the whole week. Yeah. There's something about, and I could pick up on it early when, when my wife, Emily and I first connected Ecclesia in 2008, but there's this idea that this is accessible for mm. anyone and we're yeah. going to do that. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be ultimately for everyone, mm -hmm. but this idea that if, if you just showed up and you've never been to church before in your life, we're going to talk about things in a way that like you, I don't have to have an insider language. Yeah. Um, I don't have to have all kinds of history and context, but we also draw on a global Christian history mm. and rich tradition that then also opens things up so that, Hey, there's a lot of different ways to practice this faith. Mm. And so let's not put extra obstacles in somebody's way of like, you have to practice faith this way. So mm -hmm. if you don't behave in this certain way, like you mm -hmm. can't do that. And so I think like alcohol is like one of those clear examples, but that idea of how do we explain this so that anyone who's a human being can understand it and participate. Mm -hmm. It's honestly, sometimes it's, it's hard. Cause like when I get up to do communion, I'm like, I got to say all these instructions <laughs> every time. And yeah. it's a lot, but it's because we actually want everyone to be able to participate. And, um, I see that there's a value of, we're going to tell stories so that like everyone can connect to mm -hmm. it. So, um, that for me, and it's, yeah, I feel that at each campus, um, mm -hmm. of, Hey, however you got here we're mm -hmm. glad you're here mm -hmm. and like we're gonna we'll, we'll journey with you for whatever however that long however long that is whatever that looks like yeah so, yeah i think one other thing that we share is um that i may see as like distinct from other kind of church communities is the agility of ecclesia yeah. i feel like that's a really key part <laughs> <laughs> yeah how Blessing fast agility curse. is that yes um but just the the yes. fact that like we're a church that wants to move towards people in crisis, mm -hmm. whether that's personal or global or local, that I think that that's something different. Um, and just being able to have a church community that's like, yeah, we want to be there too. Yeah. And like, what are we doing? This is happening. How can we act and respond? Um, I think that agility is something that is also a unique core feature of like what unites all of these yeah. campuses. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I first got hired, is right before Harvey. Mm. And so Harvey happened, and I expected, you know, a response of like, let's pray. 
maybe send a gift or something and let's go back to business as usual mm. right because we got a church to run but we converted this whole space into a warehouse yeah we, we got in donations from all around the world we had teams we were housing teams from all over the country at the west side campus yeah. Mm. Yeah. we were gutting houses and, and not just for a weekend but for a season yeah mm. and i just thought like we everybody's job description i remember chris saying something like that like your old job description doesn't matter anymore guys we are going to take care of our city and to your point i love that that agility of that pivot of like this is what god's going to have us do right now mm-hmm. i i just yeah i thrive in that environment and i think it's so <laughs> it's so empowering too for so that was on a macro level obviously i mean our whole city was underwater right but even like i love that that empowers families that come here of like yeah you you do that in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and we'll even we'll try to get behind you too of just like pivot to where the need is yeah mm run towards that you'll find jesus there and and we could help you gather a community and it won't be so foreign to like no we're not really gonna like that's who we are totally that's who we are which is frustrating a little bit (laughs) because i don't we can't really plan for that sometimes no but i do love that and it is hard Mm -hmm. for people but it reminds me of conversation with jesus and nicodemus where he tells him like no one knows where the wind comes from or Mm -hmm. where it goes and Mm -hmm. so it is with everyone who's born of the spirit of god Mm -hmm. and it's like that idea of let's throw our sail up and see where that takes us yeah yeah, it feels like the wind's blowing this way so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it leads for sometimes of like yeah you know we maybe could have thought through that one a little better you know so (laughs) but i i'll take that over like hey we didn't even move or we didn't even act Mm -hmm. so i'll take that every day Mm -hmm. over that so Well, hey, for those of you who joined us for this conversation, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did getting to talk to Josue and Alexandra. So grateful for who they are and how they contribute to our community. And we're grateful that you're here too. And we're going to continue this conversation about who is Ecclesia, what makes us distinct, what makes us unique. And you're going to get to hear from more voices as well. I know you're going to love it. So stay tuned and keep looking on your favorite podcast platform for those episodes to get released. If you heard anything today that just piqued your interest, uh, you can go find out more information at ecclesiahouston.org. And specifically, if any of the events piqued your interest, go to ecclesiahouston.org slash events. You can sign up and register for those. And we would love to see you at any of those things. And we would love to host you on our campuses. They're beautiful. They're a gift. We want them to be a gift to you and our neighbors and the whole city. So Ecclesia, we love you. It's, a th- it's an honor to get to walk alongside you. Have a great day. God bless. God bless.